Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson. Today I'm here all by myself. That's right, Matt O'Hara is not here. He cannot sit here for one hour and stare at my sweet, succulent balls. That's right. The crystal ball extravaganza is today. Today, I'm going to bust out these balls, and we're going to shine them up. We're going to take a look inside and see what holds in the near future for the 2018 fantasy football season with our bold predictions. Not ours, mine. My bold predictions with a little assistance from my nice balls. That's right. We have, they've been here for a long time, people, and they have not steered us wrong yet. You know, they give life. Life to your dynasty team. Sweet, sweet balls that predict the future. Got to be careful because they're very fragile. Squeeze them too hard, they'll break. And when they break, cause a lot of pain because they're glass and they will cut you. Yes, that's right. They're part of like a street gang. They will cut you. So, uh, you know, news and notes wise, uh, Aaron Rodgers signs a big contract. Yeah, we saw that coming. Whoopity-doo. But this isn't about the past. This is about the future. You know, the season starts next week. Matt will be back next week as we dive into uh, getting ready for the season to start. It's always a great episode as week one is upon us. And we do our regular season shows and getting us ready for the fancy season. And helping you along the way not only maintain a strong team, but keep building onto that strong team. So let's just get into it, shall we? It's by me by myself. Probably won't be an hour episode. Got 10 bold predictions here. 10 fantastic things to help you along. Uh, one of them is not fantasy football related, but still a bold prediction nonetheless. So let me just dive right in here and uh, get the balls out. Hello, old friends. You've treated me well throughout the, throughout the year, years, as in past as well. So let's, uh, let's dive in here and see what we can see. Oh, sweet balls. Can you please tell me a bold prediction to lay out onto the podcast? Here it comes. Oh, my lanta. We all saw this one coming. Marquise Goodwin, wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers, is going to finish as a top 16 fantasy receiver. That's right. Top 16, not 18. So he's one of those, like, you know, top, you know, middle of the receivers. Top 16 fanny receiver. You know, you have Marquise Goodwin. You have Pierre Garçon. He's returning from his neck injury. So we know Goodwin won't likely see, you know, uh, that 25% target share coming from Jimmy Garoppolo. But at the same time, he's locked in as a number one receiver on that offense. And anytime you're the number one receiver in a Kyle Shanahan offense, there's really good things that are going to happen. Garoppolo, if he can come through and Goodwin speed with that contract extension, is going to point to really good fantasy numbers. And again, it's a crowded field up there at top. You know, there's some good receivers at top, but the balls don't lie. And they're sitting there, they're backing up me. And they're saying Marquise Goodwin is going to finish as a top 16 fans receiver. He's a guy I want on my rosters. He's a guy that I'm willing to trade for. Uh, I think the price tag won't be too bad on a guy like Goodwin. 
so I think he's attainable as well. And if you're trying to get a high-end wide receiver too, we always want to get into that. Moving on. What else do we have here? Bold prediction number two. Looking into the balls, we're going to see here that what's going to come true. It's going to be Devontae Adams. It's going to finish as the top three fantasy wide receiver. That's right. There's only been one receiver to score double-digit touchdowns over the last two years. Devontae Adams, Green Bay. Randall Cobb, ankle. Psh, trying to cover me in some b-ball, son. That stuff's broken. You can't handle this. Devontae Adams is going to finish as a top three fantasy receiver. I look at it as being De- Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, and then Devontae Adams. So, you know, this new extension with Devontae Adams or – well, he had an extension with Aaron Rodgers as well, you know, is going to lock them into being a, a really nice combination over these next four years. Adams is a dynamic touchdown producer. Remember, last year at 11 touchdowns with Brett Hundley. Brett Hundley. Did he just get traded for a sandwich? He did for a sandwich. Now, granted, it was a Chick-fil-A spicy deluxe sandwich, and that's worth a Brett Hundley any day of the week. But at the same time, Devontae Adams proved that he's a wide receiver one with Brett Hundley. Kind of like the DeAndre Hopkins thing going on here. DeAndre Hopkins, he's been playing with a bunch of sandwiches for years now, you know, and those aren't even like Chick-fil-A sandwiches. We're talking McDonald's dollar cheeseburger burger, you know, sandwiches. We're talking homemade stale bread sandwiches he's had to play with. We've seen a lot of bad stuff out there that's not very tasty, nor would you want to put in your mouth. Not very succulent. Not like these great crystal balls we got going over here. Bad sandwiches. So Adams, to me, and I've been preaching well before the contract extension, going well into last year, that I thought Devontae Adams was worth than Mike Evans at the time last year in Dynasty. And I've moved him up in my ranks. I've moved him up in my ranks. I currently have him right around number five overall in Dynasty. Which, you know, I know, you know, you don't need to take him there because you probably get him at the high end of your second round. But listen, there's never too time to go out there, never too late to go out there and still attack this. Because I'm telling you, after this year, Devontae Adams is going to be in everybody's top five dynasty startup rankings. Youth, stud receiver, touchdown production, jump on it. What don't, What's there not to like about that? What don't you want? Do you not want a boatload of fantasy points on your fantasy football team? I know I do. Again, it's hard to get those kind of guys like Adams. Definitely the way he's risen up the ranks lately. And hopefully you jumped on this about 12 months ago when I said jump on this. But listen, the train's sped up. It's going a little bit faster. Still time to get on there. Could you might as well call Devontae Adams Puff Daddy because he can't stop, won't stop. He's going to keep out there, being out there, and he's going to keep on producing. Devontae Adams, top three fantasy wide receiver in PPR leagues moving on to bold prediction number three if I spoke Spanish that would be bold prediction Trey (laughs) bilingual son of a bitch Sony Michelle will finish as a top 18 fantasy running back wow wow listen to all those people out there that had their rookie draft slate and they're they're worried and they're shuffling out there and they're 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 moving people down their boards because what happened 
six months ago at the combine, the draft, none of that matters. All that, all that matters is what happened over the last month or month and a half. And people are worried. You got the knee. The knee, that kind of sucks. You know, a little bone-on-bone issue. No bueno. But guess who's already back at practice? Sony Michelle. Guess who the coaches are saying, that eh, looks pretty good? Sony Michelle. People over the last couple of months have been tweeting at me, emailing me, asking me, hey, who's your number two now? Dude, it's never it's never faltered. It's Sony Michelle, baby. You know? Georgia's all third all-time leading rusher. The guy's a dynamic runner, selecting the first round of the NFL draft, going to a championship caliber team. Mike Gillisley's not making a team. Jeremy Hill is no factor. You know, James White, he's gonna be their PPR guy. That's a guy you gotta, you know, worry about in the passing game. And Rex Burkhead is a nice situational runner, but notice I said situational runner. Sony Michelle will be the guy there. He's going to finish as a top 18 fantasy football running back. Bold prediction. I don't even know that was a real world word, but hey, I got a speech impediment, so I get a clear pass. Sony Michelle is going to be locked in there. It might start off a little slow, miss some time. Uh, but remember who else started off a little bit slow last year? Remember a guy who had Adrian Peterson in front of him and Mark Ingram, and people were like, oh, I don't know what to do here. And your redraft league, people weren't even touching the situation. And then slowly, right around like week three, things started to change. Fantasy points started to come. Fantasy points started to come in abundance. Wow, look at all these fantasy points. Guess who's next in line? That's right, my boy, Sony Michelle. The guy who's been my number two rookie throughout the whole process. I'm a big fan, and I think he's going to back me up. I think he's going to make me look really smart, like a lot of players have done over the years. And I'm standing by this one. Our friend, Barring that knee holds up, but the ball is telling me. Balls? <sighs> well, Sony Michelle finishes a top 18 fantasy running back for the 2018 season. What's your response, Balls? You bet your ass. My balls just told me to bet my ass. Wow. Wow. Hello, neighbor. Moving on to bold prediction number four. Russell Wilson will not finish as a QB1. That's right, Russell Wilson, the guy that everybody's taking as their number two, number three fantasy quarterback. And listen, this is even on Russell Wilson. This isn't his fault. Russ didn't do anything. But listen, Seattle, Seahawks, 12th man nation, you guys are in some bad shape out there. Chris Carson's your starting running back. Your first-round pick and Rashad Penny's having a little trouble, some pass protection issues. That's no good. C.J. Procise? C.J. C.J. C.U., where you at, buddy? Let's get a little help over here. Doug Baldwin coming out. Hey, man, my knee, it's going to be about 80 85%. Oh, Doug, kicking me where it hurts. My crystal balls. Hold back, baby. Don't do that to me. Tyler Lockett signed a big extension, $20 million guaranteed for a guy who hasn't had over 600 yards. But listen, I don't know who else can catch the b- b- football. Paul Richardson leaves. Jimmy Graham leaves. That leaves us with about 187 targets to go around. You got David Moore out there, who my friend Ronnie for Dynasty R said, pick the guy up. He told me on his podcast. I was a guest on it. He said, listen, man, I'm a Seahawks guy. I'm a big fan. I predicted Keelan Cole. I think the next Keelan Cole is going to be David Moore, wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. Pick him up on your waiver wires. 
just passing along some dynasty information from a guy that I trust. And that's the D- Dynasty ER podcast. So, you know, with Russell Wilson, with that line, everything going on there, I think he's going to struggle to produce. Uh, you know, the rushing yards might kind of get him where he needs to be. But I think some other quarterbacks are going to take some big steps forward this year. You know, I have another bold prediction as a quarterback that will finish as a uh, quarterback one later on the podcast. But look, we have Andrew Luck coming back. We have Aaron Rodgers. We have Tom Brady. We have Phillip Rivers. We have Big Ben. I like Jared Goff this year. I think Alex Smith can repeat as a quarterback one. Don't forget about Jimmy GQ. That guy's going to finish as a quarterback one strictly on his good looks. You know how those people get through life. That's him. Gliding through life on a happy cloud. Look at that nice little fluffy cloud with Jimmy Garoppolo on it. You lucky son of a gun. Porn stars? Do whatever you want, babe. You're rich. But Russell Wilson? Listen, you're doing quite well for yourself, too. But you're a quarterback, and that's what most quarterbacks do. I mean, come on. You see A.J. McCarron? Dude's slaying it. Sweet tattoos, dad bod, third-string quarterback in Buffalo. Who cares? Killing it, A.J. Keep doing it. Russ? Killing it in that game, too. But this year, I feel like you're going to be a little bit disappointed. I think the team set up for not that great of a year. Uh, a lot of new different players in, coming in there in offense. And I think Russell Wilson is going to have a hard time moving the ball down the seal, field. We'll see because we know 34-year-old Brandon Marshall ain't going to be any help out there. Doug Ball won 85%. I mean, it's still pretty good because Doug Ball wasn't solid. But I'm a little scared for Russ. Bold prediction number four is Russell Wilson will not finish as a quarterback number one. Damn, I'm flying through this podcast 14 minutes in, and I'm already on bold prediction number five, but let's get to it. Bold prediction number five. Now, this prediction is not going to shock too many because I've been preaching this, I don't know, for a long time now, but Deion Lewis is going to beat Derrick Henry in fantasy points in PPR leagues. Now, I have some side bets. I have some guy, side bets with the guys over at D, uh, Dynasty Happy Hour. I got some side bet. I got some cash side bets in one of my redraft leagues yesterday. I bet one, two, three. I bet three people yesterday. Cold, hard cash. That's right. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I bet three people, 50 bucks each, that Deion Lewis would outscore Derrick Henry in fantasy points. I still don't get this, man. I, I I honestly don't get where people think, bar an injury, again, bar an injury, where Deion Lewis is just going to go out there and not score as many points as outscore Derrick Henry, or how Derrick Henry is just going to even outscore a guy like Deion Lewis. Remember, Deion Lewis got starter money, right? I mean, the dude got paid $8.5 million guaranteed. That's like top five, top six fan, running back money. That's pretty damn good, right? They already said they're splitting the carries 50-50. Okay, well, you know, Deion Lewis outproduced him in all aspects of that game. No average, you know, we I preached on this over and over again. No running back had more yards in the second half than Deion Lewis. No running back at all had better yards per carry with 4.98 or yards after contact with 2.61. And Henry is just one of those big bruising backs with really good speed. Doesn't really do anything else well. He's not going to be asked to catch the football. You know, Lewis proved that he could be a first and second down runner. He's a dynamic playmaker when healthy. He's done it throughout the years, every time he has been healthy. And for me, thinking that, you know, with the PPR value of Deion Lewis, that Henry's going to outscore him, it's just nonsense. And not only that, let's get a little bolder. 
I think Deion Lewis is going to outscore Derrick Henry by 26 fantasy points at least. At least 26 points. Balls, what do you think? Will Deion Lewis outscore Derrick Henry by at least 26 fantasy points? Balls, what do you have to say? Ooh, it says by at least 27 points. Wow, that's like two points a game. You get out there and do it, Deion Lewis. You go out there and show the world that Rich is right. And Der- you know, Derrick Henry, not a bad football player, but not the fantasy option you want for your fantasy football team. And listen, this is what we do this for. We play for fantasy points. I want the players with the most fantasy points. Flip Derrick Henry, get what you can. You, you can get way better than a sandwich for Derrick Henry. You can get one of those nice, delicious subs that could feed you your girl, your guy, your kids, your dogs. Dogs love subs. They got meat on it. They'll get down with that. Submarines, any kind of any any way you want it. Go to Jersey Mike's, get the turkey sub, get it Mike's way. You'll be happy. It's one of the best subs I ever had in my entire life. Simple to the point, delicious, satisfying, full. You're eating turkey, so it's not too bad for you. Put a little vinegar on there, a little oil on there, some onions, some lettuce, some cheese. Yabba dabba do says Fred Flintstone. Happy camper. Do that. Do that. And get that. And get a little something else on the side for Derrick Henry. It's all possible. People still like him. A majority of people still like him. Keep on keeping on is what I say. How long are you going to hold on to that rock as you slowly sink down into the ocean? If you're starting Derrick Henry on your fantasy team, there's a very good chance that you're not winning a fantasy football championship. And if you're not winning fantasy football championships, guess what? You're doing it wrong. Because the whole reason we do this is to win. That's why I do it. I want to win. Let's move on, shall we? Bold prediction number six. Jack Doyle is going to finish his tight end number three overall. Holy shit kebabs. Did I just hear that right? Jack Doyle is going to finish as tight end three overall. That's right. And Why is this even crazy to even think about? How bold am I really being? You know, Jack Doyle last year finished last year as tight end number six overall in PPR leagues, and that was with Jacoby Brissett at QB. Brissett, Brissett, you probably couldn't even get a brisket right now for Brissett. He just got traded to, I think, Seattle. He just got traded for a brisket, quite possibly. They're, they're, that, that's amazing. Now you're bringing in Andrew Luck back, studly Andrew Luck. There's no locked in uh, number two receiver out there. Yeah, they got Ryan Grant. They got Chester Rogers, but there's nobody locked in. You remember Ryan Grant, the guy who signed a big contract from Baltimore. Then all of a sudden, Michael Crabtree became a free agent. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. One too many eyelashes on that eyebrow, buddy. We got to fail that physical. We don't want you blinking too much, weighing you down. You hurt your eye, hurt your neck, weigh a little bit too much. We got to let you go. Good luck finding $34 million. We found out on Twitter that was a really bad idea. Didn't know. Ozzy's a little old. He's got one foot out the door. Twitter reminded us, but uh, thanks for stopping. So, with no number two locked in viable option, let's go with a guy who already feels comfortable with Andrew Luck and Jack Doyle. Somebody who he made very relevant. Somebody who he helped get a good contract extension. And people are talking about, hey, man, what about Eric Ebron? All this Eric Ebron news. Eric Ebron? Are you kidding me? Eric Ebron, the same first-round pick that was drafted by the Detroit Lions that they told to kick rocks, 
That Eric Ebron, the guy who has stone hands, the guy who's talking about kicking rocks and using rocks to catch footballs, that guy, I'm not worried about that guy. Come on. Jack Doyle is on the field for 90% of Andrew Luck's snaps. How, what percent was Eric Ebron on there for? 30%? Whoa, ho, ho. Thanks for coming. Sit in the back seat because we don't want to see you up here in the front seat where all the cool kids ride, son. Sorry, Eric. Yes. Are they going to run probably, you know, a little bit more two side tight end sets? Yeah. Well, Eric Ebron, maybe get some goal line, you know, throws. Yeah. But how many times are you going to keep throwing to Eric Ebron if he's going to drop the football in the red zone? I ain't got time for that. You got time for that, Andrew? Come on. I know you don't. So for me, Jack Doyle is in a really good spot with a really good system inside a dome. You got T.Y. Hilton. Who's the better red zone threat? It's going to be Jack Doyle. If Jack Doyle starts adding on to the touchdown total, he's going to finish in my bold prediction as tight end number three overall. Not a drastic leap from six to three, but in the eyes of the beholder, that's a pretty damn strong finish. You know, Zach Ertz, I'm a little bit worried about Zach Ertz with the emergence of Dallas Goddard. We all know Dallas Goddard, stud. Can't believe we dropped him in our dynasty rookie rankings so foolishly. Coming out here just leading preseason. Number one uh, number one tight end passing yards, it's Dallas Goddard. Red zone threat. They're going to get him on the field. Nice slot receiver. I see him and Ertz, you know, being good guys there. And I know Ertz is the guy, but it's going to hurt a little bit into his production. I see it. I know with Alshon being out, they could run two tight end sets, and that's fine and dandy, but it still hurts a little bit. You know, so Gronk's number one, Kelsey number two, and as a as a funny finish, Jack Doyle this year will finish as tight end number three. Balls, am I correct? Will Jack Doyle finish as tight end number three on the fantasy football year? Things look good. I'll take that as a yes. It's kind of a kind of a you know open ended answer. Things look good. I mean, are they talking about me? Are they talking about the dynasty nerd shirt? Are they talking about you know the weather? I don't know. I'm assuming they're going to talk about Jack Doyle. And if they don't, I'm going to assume the balls are talking about me, which is a win win situation because either I'm right or I look good. One or the other. Odds are it's Jack Doyle because I don't really look that good. I've, I've looked in the mirror before. But, hey, to each your own. Bold prediction number seven, Tariq Cohen. What about Tariq Cohen, you ask? Tariq Cohen is going to finish as a running back two. That's right, running back two. Now, maybe it's running back 24, but last I checked, running back 24 was still a running back two. And that's good news because running back twos help you win championships. I think Jared, uh, Tariq Cohen's going to come in, going to be a nice passing option, change of pace running back, and we see this all the time in fantasy football. Do you want to start Duke Johnson? For sure. Finished as running back 11 last year. Do you want to start Chris Thompson? Absolutely. Do you want to start Christian McCaffrey? Hail to the air. That dude's going to be finished as a top five fantasy running back this year. Don't need no bold predictions there because everybody should see that. They're actually giving this guy carries in between the tackles. The guy who rushed for mad yards in college too, but people just label him as a PPR back. Maybe he won't be. Maybe he's going to be able to handle this load. Maybe if he does handle the load, then maybe he's going to catch a lot of footballs too. Maybe he finishes his running back three overall. Christian McCaffrey's going to slay it. But let's not get off topic here because I digress. Let's get back to Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen is matched up with Jordan Howard. People like Jordan Howard. 
He's a nice little running back. Going to rush for over 1,000 yards. Going to, you know, score some touchdowns. But what is he not going to do? That's right. He's not going to catch any footballs. Want to know why? Because he literally has the worst hands in the NFL. I'm not even being facetious. I'm not even making stuff up. Look at the stats. The dude has the worst hands in the NFL. And the coach come out here and be like, yeah, we want to see Jordan Howard utilized as a three-down back, all-purpose back. People say a lot of funny things in the preseason. I think they give these people a lot of things to smoke, maybe eat, make your brain a little loopy. So they say some funny things. And listen, I like a good joke here and there, too. I like a little giggle here, a little giggle there. Not afraid of that. But the fact that all of a sudden you're going to take uh, Jordan Howard and he's going to start catching footballs, I don't think so. The dude never caught footballs. And listen, sometimes when you guys talk about, like, or we talk about guys, like, coming into it, like, Leonard Fournette, can he catch footballs? We mostly ask that question because we don't know because he wasn't even given an opportunity. Not true for Jordan Howard. The dude has been given opportunity. The problem is he drops the ball every time he's getting an opportunity. He literally drops the ball. The guy has stone hands or fingers glued together or greased up fingers or maybe he likes popcorn with extra butter and he eats it on a daily basis. Maybe he's got really greasy hair and he like runs his hands through his hair all the time. Maybe he's got really greasy armpits and he's got to put them in there because he gets nervous like the girl from Saturday Night Live, Molly Shannon. I don't know. Possibilities are endless. But we do know that he doesn't catch the football well. Tariq Cohen does catch the football. And he's pretty dynamic for being a small guy with the football in his hands. With the right opportunity in that offense, he can make some things happen. Allen Robinson hasn't played all preseason. He might start off slow. Anthony Miller is a rookie. Trey Burton might have the most, you know, receptions on the team. We don't know. But they're going to need another options for Mitch Trubisky, who, who's really good with getting the ball out quickly, smart with the football. I think we see a lot of dump off passes on those third down to Tariq Cohen. A couple of big plays here and there with some touchdowns. We'll get him into, after we always have our yearly injuries, right into that good usage role of a low-end running back, too. That's where I see him finishing. Bold prediction. Tariq Cohen's going to come out. Start to establish himself, us amongst the dynasty community. We know Tariq Cohen. We know who he is. We're excited about him. We know I traded him for Golden Tate last year to Matt. But now Matt's about to get a little bit more juice out of that fruit. And it's going to start squeezing. Make it worth that squeeze, Matt. Get in there. Jump on it. Tariq Cohen finishes as a running back, too. Bold prediction number eight. Aaron Jones will have the most fancy points among running backs on the Green Bay Packers. A lot of people are asking, who's the guy to own in Green Bay? Who do I need? Kind of like now we own in Jacksonville. Hey, who do I want to own in Jacksonville now that Marquise Lee is out for the year? That's news and notes I didn't mention, but he's out for the year. You know who the guy you want to own in Jacksonville is? Keelan Cole. If he can keep holding on to the football, he's going to finish quite nicely. Had a really strong playoff run there between week 13 and 16 where he killed it. A couple touchdowns, like 244 yards. Good spot to be in. They've been talking about that guy being lined up in the uh, starting role all year. And in the preseason, he's being locked in with the starters. So Keelan Cole is the guy you want to own. Meanwhile, back at the back cave, which we call Green Bay, as the Packers, the best running back on the field, I think, with the most explosive capabilities, is Aaron Jones. Been preaching this since the draft. Go back to the draft. NFL draft. Rookie draft's going on. I don't know why everybody's drafting Jamal Williams where you have Aaron Jones. A little bit more dynamic, a little bit more explosive, a little bit more of a playmaker. I think it's going to be hard to keep him off the field. 
You know, I think Jamal Williams can come in. He's going to look nice. You're going to have Ty Montgomery to mix things up a little bit. After his two-game suspension, Aaron Jones is going to come back. Maybe they work him in there. Starts off a little bit slower. Maybe week four, a little bit nicer. By week five, bam! No looking back. All Aaron Jones time. Balls, I need your help on this one. I predicted five. And listen, I'm a good predictor. From what week on... Is Aaron Jones is going to be the man when it comes to fantasy football points. Give it to me, balls. <sighs> oh, I was close. Week six. Halfway through the fantasy football season. Usually the playoffs start week 14, 15, and then 16. So right around six, you know, you got a good more than half the season to get that ball rolling. I'm still trying to get out there and buy some Aaron Jones shares. I think the price is right. So go ahead out there and Drew carry it because you need him for right now. Everybody's locked in on Jamal Williams. So Aaron Jones can be had. I'm offering, I'm going to try and get in there. You know, Hey, I'll give you a second and third round pick next year for Aaron Jones. That might fancy enough and grease enough wheels to get the, get it done. Get that, get that train moving over to your side. Lock it up, lock it in. Aaron Jones going to be the number one, uh, fancy running back there in green Bay. Probably going to finish as a running back too. Running back twos help you win. We all like winning. Get with it. Bold prediction number nine. Tyrod Taylor will finish as a quarterback one. Now listen, this is a 2018 thing, so it's not a long-term dynasty play. But if you're in a separate super flex league and you need a nice solid number two QB, it's going to be Tyrod Taylor. I think Tyrod Taylor is going to be just fine in this offense. I think it's going to take a long time for Baker to get in. If Baker even gets in at all this year, because the Browns are going to be competitive. Look what's around Tyrod Taylor. This is a guy that took the Buffalo Bills last year to the playoff. The Buffalo Bills, the same team that's going to have a top five pick in this year's NFL draft. Tyrod's got Josh Gordon. He's got Jarvis Landry. Those two alone are potential wide receiver ones. Those two. You can't have two wide receiver ones without having a quarterback in the football. That's just not possible unless you have like a three-headed, you know, quarterback here quarterback here but listen we're not talking about mythology we're talking about the nfl here in dynasty fantasy football tyrod taylor's got that he's got josh gordon and jarvis landry who does not want those two players on your roster you got antonio callaway you got hollywood higgins you got the chief david and joku out there those are a lot of weapons right and behind you you got a really solid running game and one of those road running running backs just so happens to have caught the second most footballs in all football over the last two years in Duke Johnson. That's another receiving weapon for a guy like Todd Taylor. And the guy doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. Not only that, with all those weapons going on, there should be a lot of little lanes open up around there for Tyrod Taylor. And guess this what? He's a little mobile. He just so happens to be a little mobile. We like a little Russ Wilson. We like a little Cam Newton. We like the way they run the football. Why not like a little bit the way Tyrod runs the football? I like it. He plays for the Browns. I'm going to like it even a little bit more. And yeah, yeah, this isn't just because he's a Brown. Go back and listen to podcasts last year when he was on the Buffalo Bills. And right when he's talking about getting benched, I said, listen, I don't even understand this. Tyrod Taylor is above average quarterback. You know, is he a way above average? No, but he's slightly above average. And that's damn well good enough for me. And I think with the weapons around him this year, which are drastically better than the weapons he had around him last year, are going to put him right in that low-end quarterback one range. QB1, top 12, baby. TT, Tyrod Taylor, 
Jump on it. It's coming true. I got this. Bold predictions coming at you. Let's get the bold prediction number 10. Alan Hearns finishes as a wide receiver two. Wide receiver two. Again, it's a good thing to have. Probably a low-end wide receiver two, but still a wide receiver two nonetheless. You got Dak Prescott out there, right? Dak Prescott averages 29.7 passes per game. I mean, if we could get Hearns about 25% of those, he could see about 110 targets. 110 targets. What other weapons are out there in Dallas? Do you think they're just never going to throw the football again? You think they're going to get the ball to Zeke and say, here, take us to the promised land, yo, great one? Possibility. But they're going to throw the football. We know that offense isn't changing their system too much. They're week in, week out, same kind of thing you see every single week. So we should see that 29.7 passes per game continue on. You know, you got Michael Gallup. You got Terrence Williams. You got Cole Beasley. I like Gallup a lot, but he's still a rookie. So who's the number one guy out there? Alan Hearns. The guy's locked in to be the number one receiver. Target share, target share, target share. And listen, he's going to play outside. The last two years, uh, Alan Hearns has been playing the slot in Jacksonville. Well, the last time he played on the outside was in 2015. What did he do in 2015? I don't know. Had about... 67 catches for 1,031 yards and 10 touchdowns. Finishes a wide receiver two. A wide receiver two, people. A wide receiver two. Guess where I'm predicting he's going to finish this year? A wide receiver two. How expensive do you think Alan Hearns is? Oh, let me tell you, my friends. Not very expensive at all. At all. So go out there. Dip a little. That's bold prediction number 10. And I was only doing... 10 bold predictions but for all of you listening i've got one bonus bold prediction the cleveland browns are going to make the playoffs yes i've said it before and i'm saying it again the browns are going to shock the world i don't care i don't care i have no fear the browns are going to bring it this year listen too many too many dynamic things going on here in cleveland this is going to be the first step into greatness the Browns are going to shock the world. They're going to go right around 9-7, and seven, maybe 10-6, and six, you know, somewhere around there. I don't know. But they're going to make the playoffs, and all my dreams are going to come true. And listen, we're all friends, so support me and what I like too. Be happy for me, all right? This is a personal, bold prediction that I feel is going to come true. Somebody asked me uh, a couple of weeks ago, they said, Rich, what's the best-case scenario and the worst-case scenario for the Browns? And I looked him dead in the eye. I said, friend, what I'm about to tell you, I don't need any crystal balls for because I know this deep in my heart. Look at me in the eye when I'm talking to you. Best case scenario, 15 and one because we're going to lose. We're going to lose in New Orleans week two. Worst case scenario, eight and eight. Worst case. That's right. My Browns, baby. So that's it. Those are my bold predictions for the 2018 fantasy football season. Now, normally Matt's here sitting across from me, giving me 25 minutes of banter saying, oh, oh, that's a good call, Rich, or oh, oh, that's a bad call, Rich. But he's not here today because he's got commitments. And I get that. But I do make another bold prediction. Matt O'Hara will be back here next weekend. And guess what next week's going to start off with? A little corn. Seeing if you're ready. That's right. Next week's episode is going to come out 
on Thursday, like this one, the day of the football season, to get you ready, to get you hyped. We're going to talk all kinds of nonsense about the season, getting ready, how to get ready for it. I mean, it's not hard to just set your lineup. But, you know, going through the season, what can we see? Maybe some sneaky plays going into that as well. So I'll be back next week. Matt will be here next week. We'll talk some football. The season's upon us. It's finally here. It's finally here. And we made it. And guess what? We made it without too many injuries as well. You know, we lose Marquise Lee. We lose Hunter Henry. Not end of the world, you know. We gained a little back. We got AP back, baby. He's out there in Washington. Chris Thompson, look out. Can cut so many footballs now. Because AP doesn't catch the footballs. So we get Chris, you know, we give a little. We give Hunter Henry. We give, uh, you know, Marquise Lee. We get Adrian Peterson back. We get Ben Watson back with Drew Brees to the Saints. I like Ben Watson this year. as a nice little sneaky play. I could have got bold and said, hey, Ben Watson, very low-end wide receiver, tight end one, very low-end. I know he's 37. That's young to me. Like him. So we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, letting me ramble on here for about 40 minutes about bold predictions. Glad the balls are safe. Glad I was able to bust the balls out today and put them back in where they belong. But, you know, we're probably going to see a lot of the crystal balls this year. You know, kind of got to keep them out, got to keep them fresh, got to keep them satisfied, you know. In the meantime, check out DynastyNerds.com. Uh, check that out every day. You can follow me on Twitter at DynastyRich. Of course, today is Thursday. Every Thursday, if you live in the Cleveland market, I will be on at 6 p.m. on Sports Time Ohio, uh, Fox Sports Ohio. I have uh, moved on from my radio show to TV. That's right. They're putting this face on television. Can you believe it? I was on last week. going to be on this week. Uh, happy to be a part of that. Me and Ashley Collins, or Ashley Collins and I, talking fantasy football, helping you throughout the year and get ready. I know tonight we're talking about uh, some good value in your redraft leagues and you know some nice sleepers. It is a redraft show with the Dynasty Nerds logo in the background. So I definitely encourage if you live in Cleveland, Ohio, check that out tonight. STO, Fox Sports, Sports Time Ohio. You'll see my uh, very handsome face on there, and uh, you'll be blown away by all that. And you'll also be seeing me wear one of my fantastic Dynasty Nerds T-shirts. That's right. That's right, what you won't be seeing, all the high fives I'm getting throughout the, the TV studio. Every time we you know, go to commercial break, Ashley's high-fiving me, all kinds of crazy things going on there. Why? Because the Dynasty Nerds shirt is just that great. And not only that, it's the most comfortable T-shirt you'll ever wear. And you get a little boost up in your love life, psh, it'll solve that problem too. You want to look a little slimmer, you know, to increase that love life, boom, taking care of it. That logo draws all the eyes to you. All the eyes to you. Greatest T-shirt in the world. You want to talk fantasy with thousands and thousands of people, almost 3,000 people just like you? Jump on DynastyNerds.com, click our group chat, join our Facebook group page, all kinds of mad action and fun stuff going on over there as well. Uh, and, of course, if you want to leave us a rating and review on iTunes, it helps the podcast a ton. So we always encourage that every show, baby. Come on, give us a little rating and review. It takes about three minutes, that's all. Show a little love, let me know what you think. If you hate it, tell us you hate it. Prefer you don't, personally. But if you do, that's fine. Crystal Balls, is anybody going to leave a rating review on iTunes this week? <sighs> Five people. Will. Holy, wow, okay. All right, look at you guys getting out there active with your phones. Good for you. In the meantime, enjoy your week. It's our last week without fancy football points on your scoreboard, baby.
Let's get it. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.